Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. My name is Sophia with an F. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. All right. I just walked into my own fucking studio that I pay for, that I work in on a daily basis, and my producer is here being a bitch. Basically. Uh, excuse me. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sophia. Or should I call you Marge? I knew what <laughs> you were going to fucking say that shit. Guys, Marge, let me explain. So I've been seeing a new therapist and we were discussing negative self-talk. I'm sure a lot of people can relate. And she told me anytime I start second guessing myself or my inner critic starts to act the fuck up, I should give it a name. So I went with Marge. Large and in charge, Marge. (laughs) 
So if you guys hear me refer to her or hear me talking to myself, now you know, which I guess I already do that every single week. But <laughs> now you fucking know. Alex, you've met Marge multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> we literally will be sitting in absolute silence and Sophia will yell, shut up, Marge. <laughs> I do. I do do that. They argue all fucking day. We do. <laughs> Which hopefully over time, it will start to dissipate and I'll put Marge where she fucking belongs, Mm -hmm. you know? This is my real fucking update. And this is why Alex is being rude and why I feel verbally assaulted. So I went into my storage closet and I booted up my laptop. And the reason I did that is because I needed Alex to find this picture No, it's not because I'm vain. It's because I need it for fucking work. All right. Don't fucking worry about it. It's an unreleased mugshot, actually, that I was having you look for. Mm -hmm. You guys heard that correctly. I don't have just one. I have two. I'm not bragging. It was very uh, hard for me at the time. and I was very embarrassed. But now I just had to learn to embrace it. Embrace your ugly, everybody. Mm-hmm. If anyone works for the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, <laughs> CIA, FBI, police, whatever the fuck, please reach out to me because I cannot find that shit anywhere. So back to my fucking story. I am sitting here working. Alex is going through like all of my old pictures on that computer. And when I tell you every 30 seconds, Alex would be like, Sophia, you look so different. So different. Bitch, you can just say I'm fucking, I used to be ugly. I understand. Okay, yes, but not only that. What? You got a nose job. Oh my God. You had to have gotten a nose job. There's no, age doesn't do that to your nose. Alex. Alex and I have been arguing about this for the past fucking hour before we got on this mic. So we ever complain why the podcast come out late? Now you fucking know because we're fucking arguing. Marge. Alex, you don't think I would fucking tell you if I got a nose job? Well, apparently fucking not. What looks different about my nose? Your nose is skinny, skinny, skinny. Now? Mm-hmm. And it was fat. Yes. My entire face got way skinnier. Yes. And you got a nose job. (laughs) Guys, I did not get a fucking nose job. And no offense to anyone that fucking gets them. I think they're great. I am just annoyed that my own flesh and blood and my cousin is trying to fucking convince me I got a nose job when I didn't. I learned how to do my makeup. I got eyebrows because I used to not have them. And the most important thing, Alex, I started parting my hair in the middle. Why did you never tell me, hi, Sophia, you probably should not be parting your hair on the side. You don't have the fucking head shape for it, let alone the fucking forehead for it. (laughs) Like, where the fuck were you, Alex? Well, I mean, I didn't notice until later on in life that it looked like you were wearing a fucking wig. (laughs) Guys, I'm talking like Donald Trump, like toupee status. (laughs) Great. So I was rocking a fucking toupee walking around town like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. And you never fucking told me. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I now rock a middle part and your nose can lose weight if you lose weight in your fucking face. You heard it here fucking first. You can have a glow up without plastic surgery. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Me reciting Kylie Jenner for like three years before... (laughs) She finally admitted. Did she, she got, say that? Dude, she used to always deny getting her lips done. And then finally oh, yeah, she was like, yeah. well, and then she was like, I got filler. That's like, bitch, that's a lip implant. Mm-hmm. Filler's not doing that. 
anyways, I sound like I'm shitting on Kylie Jenner. I'm not. I'm just saying I did not get work done. I will very soon. Also, shout out Kylie for the pregnancy announcement. Yes. Congratulations, Kylie. Does the baby have a name yet? I hope it's Marge. (laughs) Uh, Knowing Kylie, it absolutely will not be Marge. It will be like fucking lightning, thunder. (laughs) If I tried to name my kid Storm, Stormy, that would not go over Mm -mm. well. But Kylie Jenner can do whatever the fuck she wants. All right, moving on. So there is this YouTube video that was all the rage back in the day. It's called the Hot and Crazy Matrix. For those of you who haven't seen it, I would encourage you to run. Run, don't fucking walk and go watch this thing. It's incredible in the best and the worst way. I will post a link for your guys' viewing pleasure. But basically, this guy created a scale to rate women based on how hot they are and how crazy they are and the correlation between being hot and fucking crazy. And he made this scale to determine which women you should marry depending on where they land on the scale. The video is literally of this middle-aged bald dude standing up at a whiteboard drawing a full-on fucking mathematical graph. (laughs) He's like on his like fucking lunch break. Literally. Okay, if you guys fucking remember geometry, that is basically what this fucking graph is, all right? On the bottom, you have your x-axis. You have how hot she is, 1 through 10. And on the y-axis, you have how crazy she is, 4 through 10. (laughs) Not 1 through 10, because this guy claims that the crazy scale has to start at a four because there's no such thing as a woman who is at least a four out of 10 crazy, Mm -hmm. which I kind of like agree with, to be honest. (laughs) I know I am. This guy was detailed as fuck. He had the no-go zone, danger zone. Yeah, and the danger zone, he said, these are your redheads, strippers, (laughs) girls named Tiffany, and hairdressers. It's so fucked up. (laughs) Like every single redhead in the entire world. Nope. Okay. Danger zone. Danger zone. The fucking balls on this guy. Basically, to sum it up, girls, if we are below a seven crazy and above an eight hot, we are in the merry zone. I'm not in that zone. No. Mm-mm. We're in the danger zone. But, like, can you really argue with him? Like, is he wrong? Like, obviously, he's so, 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 so wrong. So wrong. But there's, like, a little truth to it. Because, honestly, if you watch this video in disgust, like I did, I had to take a step back because I may have never walked up and written on a whiteboard but I have a scale I rate men on. Believe that. (laughs) Right? Alex, I'm sure you do too. Of course. I rate men in my head all day long. We all fucking do it. Women do it just as much as men. I might not rate them based on how crazy they are. Let me explain actually, because I do have a scale. I rate a guy primarily based on two things. How hot he is, And how much money he has. And I know, I know, I know, I understand. I know I sound shallow when I say things like that. But 
when a guy has a nice bank account, it signals to me that he is smart and ambitious and makes shit happen for himself. Okay? Okay, that's That's, fair. Thank you. That's my fucking scale. And for the men listening, women have a whole other fucking rating system that is based solely on your dick. How big it is, if it works, if it's cute. Like, (laughs) there's a whole other fucking scale. But back to my hot rich scale. Let me put it this way. I'm going to put it in layman's terms for y'all. If he is a nine on the hot scale, super rich and doesn't suffer from erectile dysfunction, (laughs) go ahead and run for the fucking hills because this dude is bad news. Bad, 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 bad. He's either gay, probably, or he's going to be a total and complete fuckboy and probably has like two families on the side. (laughs) And I just know better than to fuck around with those types. I know that I need to shoot for well below that. We need a dude below an eight on the hot scale. Bar is low, ladies. Very low. (laughs) It's not low. It's just shooting low is you actually shooting high. When they go low, we go high. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You say jump, I say how high. Exactly. I love it when you say exactly, and it's like, what the (laughs) fuck did we just fucking say? Okay, the hot scale. Typically, I am looking for the guy who is between a six and a seven on the hot scale. I think that's fair. Okay. Rich, but not too rich, because fuck Jeff Bezos, Mm -hmm. and has an average-sized dick. If his dick size is above a seven, stay away. This man will ruin your life and your credit score. All right? Lucky number seven. That's all you need to remember. If there's anything you take away from this fucking segment, the number seven. If he's hotter than a seven or bigger than seven inches, you need to abort mission because he's got way too much going on for him. And that is just, that's not, it's not going to have a good ending. I don't need Channing Tatum with a huge fucking dongle between his fucking legs and a shit ton of money. No, thanks. It's too much fucking work. I just need a guy who's going to be a good dad. (laughs) Alex is looking at me with disgust. Alex, when you're older, you will understand. Okay, well, speak for yourself. Um, I'll take Channing Tatum, please. <laughs> That's fine, Alex. You can have Channing Tatum. Just be ready to be miserable for your whole life. Okay? Mm-hmm. Great. If you are out here wanting a guy that's loyal and a good person, which is really what most women want, stop going after the super hot dude, okay? And the super rich dude. Like, holy fucking shit. That's all you need to pay attention to. You know exactly like what you're in for. So that's my matrix. Okay, moving on. Where you can major in blowjobs, anal, and major in disappointing your entire fucking family. And welcome to Sloot University, where you can major in blowjobs, anal, And major in disappointing your entire fucking family. And in today's class, we are going to talk about a very popular topic, 
FaceTime sex. With COVID shutting down the world for the past two years and probably for the years coming up, Delta Gamma Alpha (laughs) Phi, we've all had to get creative in ways we get our sexy time on. Gotta get your rocks off somehow. (laughs) Also, my boyfriend travels so fucking much for work. Sometimes FaceTime sex is just what needs to fucking happen. And before we dive into this, can we talk about just FaceTiming, period? Girls get scared to FaceTime, Mm -hmm. fully clothed. So I think we should absolutely talk about it before we're telling them to like spread wide on the big screen. That is FaceTime. I mean, I've been in the beginning stages of talking to a dude and out of nowhere, he's trying to FaceTime me. I Mm -hmm. freak the fuck out because I'm like, oh shit, now I have to, within 30 fucking milliseconds, uncocoon myself from my heated blanket, you know, wipe the Cheeto dust from my fucking mouth and put my phone at the perfect angle and hope the Paris filter (laughs) somehow pops up on my FaceTime. It feels like a fucking ambush. Yes. Like, it's terrifying. It is. It's fucking stressful as shit. So I have a few tips for when you get that unexpected FaceTime. My first tip, never feel pressure to answer the fucking FaceTime. I have never understood why my friends will be like, oh my God, like it's so rude if I don't answer him. Like I have to answer. Huh? Mm -mm. Says who? Like, why the fuck would you have to answer? And why the fuck is that rude? If anything, I think it looks like you're not always a veil. I swear dudes low-key do this to catch us without fucking makeup on. Literally. Right? Yes. But the thing is, is there's the no makeup where you look like a garden gnome bridge troll. Like fucking Gollum. And then there's the natural no makeup. The look that idiot guys swear to God is like a fresh face. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. No, it's not. No one looks that good naturally, okay? Once you get on the FaceTime, you're going to be spending the majority of it looking at yourself anyways. I just want to advise that you don't get too fucking caught up in the little fucking box in the corner that is your face. And you're going to be trying to angle the fucking camera and they're going to be like, oh shit, I was angling it too low. He's staring at my double chin and then you're going to raise it and then you're going to be like, oh shit, now he can like see my fucking bald spot because you're holding the phone too high. Relax, girl. I just had a flashback and a memory and I like want to throw up, but I feel like I need to say it. It's like the most embarrassing story. I don't know if I've ever told you this, Alex. Hear it. So I was FaceTiming this guy and I had one of the craziest zits that I have ever fucking had on my face. Top, top three. That's so dramatic. No, Alex. Everyone gets acne. Alex. This thing, like, it was to the point that, like, people were staring at me on the street. Were they really? I don't fucking know. But, like, (laughs) that, it was really fucking bad. And I was, like, trying to, like, angle the camera every which fucking way. And I ended up laying across my bed, like, on my stomach. And I had my face propped up on my hand so that I could, like, simultaneously cover the fucking zit. And when I say... 
I did not move my face or my body for the remainder of that call. I am not exaggerating. Oh my God. Statue of Liberty for like at least 25 (laughs) minutes. The embarrassing part of this story, and this is where I want everyone to listen the fuck up. He called me out on it. On the zit? No, not on the fucking zit. Way worse. He called me out on like positioning myself. He was like, why do you have like your face placed on your hand for like that long? Like you look stupid. He like saw right through it. It was so fucking embarrassing, you guys. I, I, I'm not even doing it justice, like how bad I wanted to like cringe and fucking disappear. So with that said, stop fucking thinking too much into it and like trying to position yourself. Like, I guess they notice. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking scared now. I'm scared too. So let's transition now into the real reason that we are in class today. FaceTime sex. If you've never done it, I'm sure you have considered it, but maybe you just didn't have the cojones to actually have your labia on fucking full display to the FBI agent (laughs) behind your iPhone camera. (laughs) So how do we even get to FaceTime sex, Alex? You were either already on FaceTime and things progressed or you were sexting, a little flirty at first, but then gets really nasty to the point that you feel the little heartbeat pulse in your vagina. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. When your vagina gets butterflies. Yes, you guys all know that fucking feeling. The issue with FaceTime sex is he doesn't have you in the flesh. Mm -hmm. So he's not getting to touch you or see you in real time. Yeah. If he was in your bed with you, you could probably get away with just spreading your legs and staying close to fucking nothing. But now you don't have his mouth to make out with. Ooh, that's a good point. So you're naturally going to have to talk more. Plus, you don't have his dick going in and out of you, which is A, a distraction. B, you can't just really get away with laying there being like, oh, yes, oh my God, more. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So- You really need to be comfortable before you get into your full Abella Danger moment on FaceTime. I've learned the best way to do FaceTime sex is to build up the climax so much with sexting or dirty talk before you're actually like fucking getting naked. Because then by the time you are actually doing the fucking sex part of it, he's already about to come. Yes. That's the key. After some nudes have been sent, after you've like said a few filthy things, you're ready to take it to the big screen. Bright lights, big city, baby, New York City. This is our big shining moment. You are about to get a star on Hollywood Boulevard, baby girl. Lights, camera, action. Now you have two options. You can be completely naked when you pick up the call or be in your little bra and panties and give him a strip show. I would suggest the second one because it gives you more shit to play with Mm -hmm. instead of lying there for an hour fingering yourself, you know, pretending you're coming for the 20th time. It's time to put your big girl pants on and be confident. Your tits will never look as good as they do on a FaceTime. So 
So use that to your advantage. You can position your body however the fuck you want. You should be the most confident in this setting. Feel yourself up in the camera. You are holding the phone in one hand and then with the other hand, you're pressing your boobs together and groping yourself, essentially. It's so fucking hot. And then you move the phone down your body all the way down to your pussy that is covered by your underwear. At this point, he's going to be talking anyways. You won't really have to say that much. And if he's the type that's like a mute, you shouldn't be fucking around with him anyways. (laughs) You can ask him what he's doing, actually. Mm -hmm. Ask him to show you something. Say, I want to see your hard cock, whatever. Then what I think you should do is pull your panties to the side and expose your flower. And by flower, I mean vagina. And if you're worried about what your vagina looks like from that angle, then stick a finger in there and it will kind of cover it. Okay. I'm just trying to give advice for everyone listening because I know there are some women that struggle with that. And then I think you pull back and you say, do you want me to take them off? He will most likely say yes. And if he says no, then I really don't know what to tell you. (laughs) And that is something I was not anticipating. But now is the time where you should prop your phone up somewhere so you can have full range of motion and he can see a lot more of your body. You can open your laptop and leave your phone on there. Works like a charm. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. This is where you should start rubbing your pussy, finger yourself, Put your fingers in your mouth, rub your nipples with your wet fingers, like just basically do something with your fucking hands that has to do with your vagina. You can do this variation as many times and in whatever order you want. He it, he's going to be jacking off. I mean, that's what FaceTime sucks is. Yeah. He will find this incredibly fucking sexy. You will turn yourself on and it's a win-win situation. And then if you're like a real fucking expert, grab a fucking toy. Ooh, That's like, that's the big leagues, honey. Then you can really start a fucking show. And back to the talking and like what you should say on FaceTime sex. You could honestly tell him, I want you to tell me what to do step by step. Should I start with my bra? Something like that. I'm not doing a very good job, but you guys get the fucking point. You can moan and say, I wish you were here right now. I can't wait to do this in person. Tell them what you're thinking about while you're touching yourself, obviously. I'm thinking about your dick sliding in and out of me. Your dick is going to feel so good. I'm so wet. You guys know this already, okay? Don't overcomplicate it. And lastly, he will probably say it for you, but by all means, ask him to tell you when he's going to come, okay? I am not a fan of faking orgasms, but I understand that FaceTime sex is not the fucking best setting to, like, get an O. Mm -hmm. Like, I I mean, I've done it a few times, and, like, I don't know if I've ever really orgasmed on the FaceTime. So, if need be, I think this is one instance where you can fake it. To get him off the fucking phone. And I know that is going to rub some people the wrong way, but some of us don't got time. I know this sounds like a lot, but it's really not as complex as we make it out to be. You're naturally going to be horny too. So just go with the flow and be natural. 
The best part about FaceTime sex is once you do it the first time, you will realize how easy and not big of a deal it is. You guys will probably end up loving it and doing it way more often, and you'll be so comfortable with it before you know it. You just, you need to dip your toes in the water. Mm -hmm. Trust me on this one, Sleuths. And to make things even better, you don't have to worry about contracting anything. There's no chlamydia coming your way because you're not doing any of the physical touching. And with that, I would like to say thank you for coming to class today. I hope you learned something useful. Happy FaceTime fucking. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off 
your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. And now I would like to talk about a little thing called TikTok. Okay. My favorite. I know I haven't reached Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Ray TikTok fame yet, but I'm on my <laughs> fucking way. And I have some high value information for everyone about this fucking app, besides it being racist and classist and what else? All of it. All the Anything things. with an ist. Yes, thank you. Have you ever sent someone a funny TikTok via text message? I'm sure most of you have. So listen to this shit. My friend sent her boyfriend a TikTok via text message instead of using the DM feature that's already on the app, which I never fucking use that. Alex has to send every single one I know. Text. I hate people that fucking don't know how to use the fucking... DM feature. I don't know how to use shit on my phone. That's true. She's old. But I'm very talented in every other which way. Mm. So this specification about sending the TikTok via text message is very, very important to the story. When you send someone a TikTok this way, once they view it, in your notification tab, it says, so-and-so just viewed the video you shared. Keep this in mind because this is also an imperative part of the fucking story. So back to my friend. She sends him the video and goes on about her fucking day. A few hours pass and she opens TikTok again, except this time she sees something that's not sitting well with her. In her notification tab, she sees an alert that a girl that she does not fucking know viewed the TikTok that she shared earlier. And she was super fucking confused because she said she only sent this TikTok to her boyfriend. So before she decided to raise fucking hell, she went ahead and did some FBI work, which we all fucking do. Mm -hmm. She went on the girl's TikTok and was able to find her real name. She then searched that girl's name in her boyfriend's IG following, found her. So my friend takes a deep dive into this girl's page and finds out that her boyfriend has been liking and commenting on her shit for a year. Holy fuck. For a fucking year. She found out the girl lives like a few states away and that she is one of her boyfriend's like buddies or some shit from college. The devil works hard, but jealous girlfriends work harder. (laughs) So fucking true. So it was obvious like her boyfriend and this girl must have like met up when he went to visit her a while back. This is just insane, you guys. Like not only is it crazy how all of this unraveled, but because TikTok has this feature that straight up tells on you. I know, that's fucking insane. What the fuck, TikTok? More of a reason to use it in the app. Yes. Mm -hmm. Great point, Alex. So I repeat, 
for all of my shady ass dudes and dudettes out there, if you are sending TikToks to your side pieces, be aware that TikTok will let that person who originally sent that video to you know that you also shared the video with someone else. Do not send them via text message ever, ever, ever if you're being fucking shady. Send them via DM within the TikTok app. I'm gonna step off my soapbox now. I don't know if this is fucking mind-blowing to anyone else. It was to me, and I'm not even being shady, so I can't even imagine if I had a fucking side piece. I just needed to let you guys know. It's like, it really is a public service announcement because I don't want you guys to get caught. Or if this happens to you and you get a random notification saying Becky402 viewed your TikTok and you know you only sent it to Brad749, <laughs> you already know it's going down. Good luck and God bless Luke's. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. 
Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. With that, I would like to get into the one, the only, S-O-S, save our sleuths. All right. Questions, stories, advice. Let's start with the first question. Alex, are you ready? Ready, Freddy. Alex has her sunglasses on, so I can tell. So so does Sophia, by (laughs) the way. We are indoors. We're indoors in a basement and like fucking dark ass lighting with sunglasses on. All right. First question. Hi, Sophia, babe. Sophia, babe. That's cute. Okay. So this is an urgent, pun intended, give me advice question. I have been wanting to ask you for a long time now. So I think that this issue is caused by my parents forcing me to potty train super, super early. It's called EC. Have you ever heard of that? Mm -mm. But yeah, I have this thing where I literally get so poop anxious whenever I'm at work, in a public restroom, at friends, at a guy's place, even at someone's place where I'm staying over all the time or starting to get into a relationship with. It's really embarrassing and very, very annoying and inconvenient because I am anxious about maintaining a flat stomach figure, if you know what I mean, and feeling clean inside and hate bloating. Girl, I can fucking relate. And it's the worst because my subconscious anxiety just zips my asshole and body (laughs) shut. How do you deal with pooping at a guy's place? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know there was like an actual condition Mm -mm. about this pooping anxiety, but apparently there is, and it's a very real thing. I can't relate. No, (laughs) not at all. 
Alex, you're fucking disgusting. I don't know what it is. Like, I have no issue going to a house party, a guy just met. I have, like, no issue dropping a log in their toilet. (laughs) Okay. Let's be a little more ladylike, would ya? Okay. I'm sorry. Dropping a... A branch. (laughs) A stick. A log. Okay. (laughs) Alex, you can't relate either. No, I cannot relate. I've never pooped better in my entire <laughs> life than at a guy's house. And I'm not even fucking kidding you. <laughs> like, I, I don't get that anxiety. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because, like, okay, I understand it's like a bodily function. Like, everyone does it. Or right. I'm not nervous about the smell. I just, like, if you gotta go, you gotta go, dude. Right? I don't know. Maybe we're just, like, really gross, Alex. Probably. But, like... I think for me, it really just boils down to the fact that I am not fucking around with a guy that would have an issue with me pooping. Yes. Like, bottom line. If I have to give you actual advice and tips for having to poop at a guy's house, I do have a few. Obviously, girl, you're not using the bathroom that's, like, attached to his room. Like, Mm -hmm. no fucking way. And I think that sometimes girls will use that bathroom because they think it's more apparent if they go use, like, the bathroom down the hall. No, it's not, A. B, who fucking cares? Yeah. Like, it's, trust me, it's going to look better if you walk down the hall and use that restroom than using the one right next to his fucking headboard and he, like, hears a fucking bomb drop into the water. (laughs) So always use the farthest away restroom. I have done this when I was younger and I was self-conscious, which I'm not anymore. But this always worked really well for me and just like made me feel more comfortable. I would pretend to take a phone call and pretend to just be wandering like the halls of the house on my call. Shut up. And then end up in a restroom. No way. And then do my deed there. That's good. That's fucking genius. Yes. You gotta patent that. I should. 100%. And then also always make sure you're on like TikTok or something on your phone while you're doing it. Even just for your peace of mind. Yes. You know what my favorite hack is? This is my ultimate favorite thing. I would always do this in public restrooms. I got school or it's more for public. Okay. This is what I do. I put my AirPods in and I turn that shit up so that I can't hear what I'm doing. (laughs) And if I can't hear what I'm doing, then I don't care what everyone else is hearing because I have no idea what's going on. Okay, Alex, I think that's actually very noble. And I think that's very like, that's ballsy, and I fucking like it. Thank you. I wish I could have that type of confidence, and I actually do. Marge, bye. <laughs> Sorry, Marge just came into the room. Guys, bottom line, luckily, men always expect women to take forever in the bathroom, no matter what. So you honestly have more time than you think you do. Don't fucking stress too much. I mean, he's paying way less attention to your bathroom habits than you are, baby girl. Yeah. All right, next. 
Alex, how about you take this next one? I would love to. Hey, Sophia, you've talked about how you prefer erotica to porn before, and I've gone into online written role play. With apps like Rook, that's R-O-O-K, you can chat with anonymous people and write erotic stories together or also dirty talk through either writing or audio. It can be really fun to try, especially if it's late at night, you're horny, and you don't want to go anywhere. Wow. Have you heard of that app before? Never. Sounds right up your alley. It does. I'm sure my boyfriend would fucking love that. You know, <laughs> fucking pull up my Rook app. I mean, sharing all my fantasies with everybody. Have you ever read written erotica to come? Or have you only like watched porn? I have dabbled. Okay. And not to come though. I usually just have to fun. just watch it. Not... I mean, like, I've tried to come to it, but it's never the same. Okay. So, I I think it's because I'm an intellectual. And I'm okay. You read now. <laughs> I just highly fucking recommend it. But this, like, this Rook app is a completely different fucking level. And I'm assuming you can, like, find people on this app that share similar fantasies. Yeah. Right? And fetishes, yeah. Right. Like, if your boyfriend is not down for, like, the cuckolding thing and you would love for him to, like, watch you get fucked by another dude, that was a bad example. If your boyfriend (laughs) is not into eating out your asshole or if your boyfriend is not into your BDSM, you know, fetish, fantasy, whatever the fuck it's called— This is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. You can reach out to like some anonymous person on the internet and they will fucking fulfill that fantasy right there, right then. I fucking love it. You don't need to cheat on your boyfriend to like have a Christian Grey moment. Just live that out through this fucking written erotica that you like share with someone else. That wants to be the Christian Grey. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Boom. And whether some people call that cheating or not. That's That's on, on you. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to try this. But I will admit. Have you heard of Wattpad? No. That's like a whole thing about written erotica. What is it called? Wattpad. And it has like literally. Like I learned about this when I was in high school. Because there would always be Wattpads of. Like all the members of One Direction, where it'd be like, it's like insert your name here. Like, oh, Harry Styles like takes you back to his flat and takes you into his room, and then just fucking go like goes off and like basically Harry ends up like fucking you type thing. Yes, can you spell it? W a t t p a d. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Okay, guys. So. Rook and Wattpad. Damn. All right, next. Okay, this question is actually similar to yours, Alex. This is an app like I never fucking heard about. So this slew wrote in and she said, just a little tip for all the girls trying to catch their boyfriend being a little hoe. If you go to dumpor.com, 
Guys, that's D-U-M-P-O-R.com. And type in your man's IG handle and click on followers. It will show who he's followed in chronological order. Ooh. Wow. The girls are back. I know Instagram took that away from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right? Damn. This fucking app came in the clutch when we really needed it the most. This is brilliant. Sophia and I acting so excited about this app when like I don't have a boyfriend <laughs> and her boyfriend doesn't have an Instagram. So. <laughs> right? But it's a great tip. But it's like still fun to think about. It is. I like miss those days. I'm so fucking grateful. Like I don't have to deal with like, oh, he liked this picture, like followed this, like blah, blah. At the same time. That toxic, like, Mm -hmm. you know. Like self-inflict pain on yourself. Yeah. I have to, like, get (laughs) real creative to, like, get that now. But this is, I think that everyone should be aware of this. Dumpor.com. Okay, next. Hi, Sophia. Love the new show. So I'm currently going through a breakup with a man that I love, of course. But my reason for leaving is that... Every time we argue, he gets loud and aggressive. I will never understand how someone can love you, quotation marks, and also be so disrespectful. Please talk about this. I need help moving on. It's also not the first time I've been with an abusive partner. They seem so normal at first. Mm -hmm. Maybe explain some red flags and that it's okay to leave this person. I don't know. I'm just sad and I love and respect all your advice. Thanks so much. Love you. And Alex. Woo! My first shout out. (laughs) Yeah. Keep killing it. Wow. Okay. I feel you, girl. My last relationship was Mm -hmm. very loud and aggressive as well. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you have, Alex, from like what you went through? Because I remember I was there. um, So what I did is I really went to therapy. Mm -hmm. That really helped me. I really thought like, okay, Everything is terrible. My life is over, blah, blah, blah. But if you need to seek external help and your friends or your mom or your dad, blah, 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 isn't cutting it, like, don't feel bad to reach out to, you know, a professional. And I think, like, that is actually really fucking good advice for this particular situation because going through a breakup with a... I don't want to say normal, but I'm going to say a normal dude or woman is different than going through a breakup with someone that's abusive, like has like caused like mental harm. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I really think therapy could be huge. But I want to like dissect her question a little bit. Okay. I thought it was really interesting how she said they seem so normal at Mm -hmm. first. Yep. I mean, this is like, you know, abusive manipulator type of person. Gaslight. Yes, gaslight. They are very, very fucking good at not showing their true colors Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yes. Because they know they can't. 
Yes, or else you wouldn't be with them. Exactly. Once and they that's, have you in their trap. Right. Then they fucking let loose. Mm-hmm. And that is like a clear, clear sign that what they do is not okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. This is something I want to like personally share because my mom told me this from a very young age. And for some reason, it has always stuck with me. And my mom told me that once you cross boundaries, you can't go back. And that has just always been like huge in my life. And that goes for like you too. But like once your partner disrespects you and crosses the line that is important to you, chances are he's going to keep doing it. And chances are, once you allowed that to happen, it's only going to keep on going or it's going to like progressively get worse. Exactly. So once you cross boundaries, you can't go back. I hope you're getting out in a good spot before it gets worse. Yes. Yes. Alex, thank you for saying that. Yeah. If I have anything else to say, just know that anything that this person has said to you or put you through... It's him and it's not you. Yes. It is not your fault. Mm-hmm. But I am so proud of you for leaving. Mm-hmm. This girl is incredible. Yes. It takes an insane amount of strength and I am just beyond fucking proud of you. And what I want to focus on also is how you said this isn't the first time you have been with an abusive partner. Yeah. Now, let me start with saying it is never, ever, ever the victim's fault. No. Ever. Mm-mm. But I do think it's important to recognize these patterns that you are continually falling into. Yeah. Because if it's not her first abusive partner. Right. But I know this is easier said than done. But when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Mm -hmm. Please. Like when you see that red flag of an abusive tendency, like yelling at you or being aggressive, laughing at you, you know, just all of it. Like Mm -hmm. take note of that shit. And if you have strength, which I didn't and a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. I hope that you are strong enough to leave. Yeah. And I'm like Sophia said, I'm so proud of you for being able to leave now. Also, Alex, did you notice how she wrote in saying this guy that she was dating yelled at her and raised his voice? Mm -hmm. And I think like that is something very fucking important to point out because when people think abusive anything in that realm they think you know punching choking physical yes exactly and a lot of people don't realize like screaming in your face Mm -hmm. saying things that are just like horrifying that is abuse yes it's not always physical it's mental it's emotional it's everything right and sometimes he's not even saying something crazy but like the way he you know, carries himself when he's, like, in an argument with you. Exactly. Like, oh, like, he punched a hole in the wall, but he didn't punch me. Right. Right. Like, that's still... Yes. And I think I, I just want more women to be aware of this. It's not normal for you to be scared of your partner. You know? Bottom line. 
we often want to stay thinking that we can fix someone uh-huh. or that it was just a one-time thing. Yes. But we can't fix people. Mm-mm. And it was not a fucking one-time thing. No. Know that it's not only okay that you're leaving this person, but it's the right thing to do. Yes. And in the long run, you are going to look back and be so fucking grateful. Yes. And lastly, my last fucking thing, I would like you to detach yourself from the phrase abusive partner. They were just abusive and that's that. They were never your fucking partner. Wow. Right? Yeah. A partner is someone who is on your team. Someone who cares about you. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of fucking mental work, but you will get through it. And that is it for today, Sleuths. But I will be talking to you guys next fucking week. Alex, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at AlexFranco underscore meow. Meow. You can find me, as you guys know, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. I mean, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Where am I not? You know? (laughs) She's everywhere. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. As always, subscribe, five stars, leave a review. And it's going to be two stars, then get the fuck out of my fucking way and my podcast. Bye!